When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hempresent. Our radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is the Hemp Present Resistance. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, speaking flower to power for 29 years. Sponsorship and other info can be found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest, also found at hempfest.org. This show is a weekly Reefer Radio Rebellion, where I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hempresent, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is cannabis activist Sarah Frank. Sarah Frank is a mother of three from Boise, Idaho, with an education in criminal justice and applied psychology. Sarah's credentials include being the founding director of Moms for Marijuana International and co-founder at the Fight for Lily Foundation, a family advocacy, CPS, and family courts watchdog organization. Sarah is also the founder of New Approach Idaho, as well as Compassionate Idaho, and the president and event coordinator of the Boise, Idaho Hemp Fest. And Sarah is the team director for Legalized Idaho. Welcome back, Sarah, to Cannabis Radio. You are one of my heroes. Thank you so much, Vivian. You are definitely my hero, too. <laughs> you do so much. Like, wow, I'm just blown away by all the different uh, hats that you wear. And you are a medical cannabis patient yourself, uh, suffering from interstitial cystitis, can you describe your condition and how cannabis helps you? I hope I pronounced that right. Yes, you have a minute to learn it too. It's interstitial cystitis. And well, what it all boils down to is that it has cannabis prohibition, despite it being a law in our society and a regulation we've created for ourselves. It is not a law issue. It is not a criminal issue. It is not a political issue with people having to change this law. I mean, it is. But what it really boils down to is, do we have compassion? Do we have compassion for our neighbors? Do we have compassion for the children in our 
society who needs this, for the people like me in our society who absolutely cannot get out of their bed without this medicine. Um, so, you know, when it comes to it being a criminal issue that has to do with a bad law that we all know is based off of racism and lies. Um, and the political issue is that most politicians don't want to touch this with a 50-foot pole. But now that we are legalizing across the nation, people are more open to it. And what parents and everybody needs to understand and focus on is, do we have the compassion to change these laws? For instance, like in Idaho, a lot of people are like, no, keep marijuana out of Idaho. They think that it has caused so many problems for all these states that have legalized. And what they don't see is that the reason behind changing these laws in these legal states all boils down to compassion. Do we have compassion for each other? Can you talk about Moms for Marijuana International and your Educate and Legalize tour? Yes, of course. Um, Moms for Marijuana International is a grassroots organization of parents and other citizens who are focused on ending prohibition and changing these laws, um, but we focus primarily on education, awareness, and discussion. We know that legalization and the changing of the laws will happen once people are aware of the need for it to happen. It's, in psychology, it's called the hundredth monkey effect, um, where once an idea and a philosophy becomes accepted by the majority of a population, that's when the change starts to occur. And so through Moms for Marijuana, we try to promote that education and raise that awareness and create that discussion in our local communities. Um, our Idaho chapter is currently doing the Educate and Legalize tour um, along with Boise Hemp Fest and um, Legalize Idaho and the Idaho Cannabis Coalition. The Idaho Cannabis Coalition is currently doing a medical marijuana petition. Um, we have until the end of April to gather all the signatures that we need to make it on the ballot. And so through the Educate and Legalize tour, we hope to bring this awareness and this education across the state while also giving people an opportunity to sign that petition. You're also the founder of Idaho Hemp Fest a licensed event with Seattle Hemp Fest. Can you talk about your event and what is it like advocating for cannabis reform in a state like Idaho, which is currently one of the most anti-legalization states in America? Well, in the beginning, it was super, super scary. Um, we originally had some Hemp Fest type events called the Idaho Hope Fest. And we wanted to have a hemp fest. We had heard about Seattle Hemp Fest, you know, growing up in Idaho and going to high school. We had heard about this event, this weed event that happens over in Seattle, you know, but it seems so far away and it seems unreal to us. But we wanted to bring one here. And we had learned that there's a Moscow, Idaho Hemp Fest, and it's been going on for a while. It's a small little event, nothing compared to what Seattle is. Um, but we wanted to bring that to Boise so that our moms group could help provide education um, and that awareness that we need so badly. And so in the beginning, it was 2010 and 2011, no, 2011 and 2012, I'm sorry. And we were so scared to even say the word hemp that we called it the Idaho Hope Festival 
which means hemp offers people everything. <laughs> and since then, and since throughout my last 15 years of activism in Idaho, the awareness has grown and the education has definitely grown and people are more tolerant and people are more accepting and willing to listen and learn. So we're not so scared anymore. And five years ago, um, we started the first Boise Hemp Fest and it has just really taken off. Uh, we work with the city closely and in most aspects, you know, they're welcoming and people are really happy to have us. You've had many experiences with law enforcement in Idaho, uh, and I believe that you've had to leave the state temporarily uh, while continuing your reform efforts in Idaho. Can you tell us briefly about some of the interactions that you've had with the authorities connected to your activism? And we have about two minutes till the, the first break. Yes, um, I had to move over the border into Oregon. Um, I got as close to the border as I could without going over. That way I can still drive to Boise. And for me, it's about an hour drive to Boise. And um, when I go to Boise, I deal a lot with, you know, the Boise police for putting on Boise Hemp Fest. And I deal with the Idaho State Police when we're working at the Capitol um, for our smokeout protests and and then I've had my personal encounters with law enforcement, which we definitely need more than two minutes to, <laughs> to discuss. Um, let's go back briefly to Idaho Hemp Fest. Uh, we have a, a little over a minute. Uh, if people attend Idaho Hemp Fest, what can they expect to find? Um, for Boise Hemp Fest, it is all about education. So we've broken it down into different areas of the event. We have our Munchies Market, which provides all your different food options. This year, we have 17 food vendors. So I'm, I'm really stoked to check that out. And I think people will be able to satisfy their munchies. Um, then we also have Vendor Village, which is local and out-of-state vendors that come to sell their wares. And then we have a kid land where we have a bounce house and kid activities. And we have our stage, um, which we've named after Jack Harris. And then we also have the Enchanted Forest. And this is where the moms group really gets involved. It is a forest filled with fake plants and, you know, little animals and fairies and stuff, the Enchanted Forest. But it, it has over 50 educational displays on all aspects of cannabis and the drug war. And so this is where people can go and just read and learn and spend some time um, getting to know cannabis the way that I've gotten to know it in the last 15 years. My guest is Sarah Frank. It's time to roach this segment. We'll be right back after the break. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Trends in technology, processes, and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present with Sarah Frank. Sarah, before the first break, um, I asked you about some of the experiences that you've had as an activist in Idaho uh, with law enforcement. Um, Now we have a little bit more time to go into that. Would you like to expand a little bit on that? Sure. Um, I've had a lot of experience with law enforcement in Idaho. And looking back on it, majority of it has not been. um, I've, I've been a medical marijuana patient since 2004, even so it's illegal in Idaho. That doesn't make me any less of a patient. And I was not, I didn't have my first personal encounter with law enforcement and marijuana until 2015. So I, I didn't have any like bad experiences with them prior to becoming an activist. And all the experience I've had dealing with law enforcement during my activism has been very good. You know, they're, most people are accepting and wanting the laws to change in Idaho, and a lot of them are also officers. Sir, I'm, I'm interested what kind of community response and support that you have received in Idaho during your activis- activism efforts there. Uh, is, is there a lot of citizen support for cannabis reform? Are you getting good feedback from folks uh, in your community? Yes, definitely. Um, and it has definitely grown over the last 10 years. Um, in the beginning, when we would, you know, approach somebody on the street and say, hey, what are your thoughts on cannabis? They would look at us with a blank look and go, what's that? You know, and when we'd say marijuana, they'd almost become afraid and run away. And now when we say, hey, what's your, you know, what do you think about cannabis? We hear millions of stories about how CBD helps with this. And I know this person that it helped and my wife's the nurse and she tells me, you know, how great it is and how much we need it. And so the support has definitely changed and grown. Um, And I think we're, you know, it's not the people that don't want cannabis. It's only the politicians. I'm curious, why is it that you've been willing to risk so much uh, being an outspoken public advocate for legalization in hostile territory like Idaho, uh, despite the, the support you just mentioned, uh, where you have actually been targeted and even arrested, uh, what fuels that fire in your belly to stand and fight against prohibition there? Well, I'm very pissed off, Vivian. <laughs> I, I'm very angry that when I got sick or that when my mom got was sick or my birth mother got cancer, that cannabis wasn't an option. And it was always a last resort in everybody's heads. And, and that's not how it should be, you know? And then I started learning more and more about cannabis. And then I got pissed off that we were all lied to. And not only that we were lied to, 
but it was my parents lying to me, you know, and that the society I was living in wanted me to lie to my child and continue on these lies that have been going on generation after generation. And that really made me angry. And as I go on, I learn more and more stuff and I experience stuff and I see stuff and it just fuels that fire. Like you said, you know, I I get angry and instead of getting angry and throwing a fit (laughs) or doing something stupid or just stewing on it, I put that anger into motion and I find ways that I could help to change the things I'm angry about instead of not, you know, accepting things that I'm told I cannot change, I, I'm going to change the things I don't accept. So, you know, there's that meme going around and it is definitely accurate. Uh, who inspires you in the cannabis movement? Uh, I mean, this is a huge a movement. It's not only national, but it's global. Um, and of course, you know, we, uh, we've got some vindication because after years and years of kind of ridicule and, and skepticism, uh, we're winning, I think, slowly. Um, but I'm just curious, you know, uh, how did you get inspired? Uh, I understand what, what, what's lit the fire, um, but, but who were the people that gave you the idea that you could do something like what you're doing? Well, you did, Vivian, <laughs> by throwing Seattle Hemp Fest. And um, I think the first, you know, activist name that I ever learned was Jack Herr. So learning that and seeing what he had done definitely inspired me to help spread that education. Um, And then I met people like Russ Belleville and it completely changed my life. You know, Russ Belleville did his own podcast through the normal show live. And I encountered that while living in Idaho. And then I learned that Russ was also from Idaho. Um, He's now back over in this area and helping us um, with legalizing Idaho. And then, you know, of course, all the fantastic people I have met through Seattle Hemp Fest and um, through all these different events. Um, One of my mentors is Cheryl Schumann, who's helped me really get Moms for Marijuana up off the ground and make it a a mainstream name. Um, You know, and to answer your question, you know, we definitely are winning. Um, And that also is what inspired me was just all the hard work that went on prior to me learning about this you know i'm part of the dare generation i was born in the 80s and one of the things that people would say to try to piss me off is call me a dirty hippie and i'd respond with no i was born in the 80s (laughs) i'm not a hippie but i am a really pissed off mom you know and i'm pissed off that this would even happen and you know i one of the things i say to people is that Cannabis prohibition is an insult to our ancestors and a plague on our future generations. And it is our job to fix it in the present. Um, and just, you know, hearing the stories, um, learning all the different things that people have done throughout the decades, long before I was even born, to help get us to where we are today, just, you know, continues to inspire me. We are definitely making history. Maybe, maybe it'd be more appropriate to call you a hempy. <laughs> <A hempy. laughs> I like it. Um, you know, there are people, people listen to this show on multiple continents, kind of all over the world. I was really shocked when I, I saw the list of, of where this show is downloaded from. And there are people that are, you know, I, I, I've interviewed on this show, 
cannabis activists or the parents of a cannabis patient of a child that needs cannabis uh, all over, uh, you know, in South Africa and New Zealand and Australia and England and Ireland uh, and beyond. Uh, and the, the stories are identical. The only thing that ever changes is the accent. And people are dealing with this same oppressive prohibition everywhere, all over the world, um, even though things are changing. Uh, if there's somebody listening here who is thinking of being a cannabis activist, but, but afraid of outing their cells, uh, what would you say to them? The future of our children is more important than any fear that we could have. You know, like you said, this is a global issue. And when we look at history, we see how Harry Anslinger brought cannabis prohibition globally, you know, through the um, first through the Marijuana Tax Act and then by going with the United Nations and making global laws that, you know, have mandatory minimum sentences and all these things. And as we look, you know, this was all done to protect industry and profits of corporations and um, prisons and pharmaceuticals, you know, it, you need to get pissed. You need to turn that fear into anger and demand a better future for our children and a better future for our world. And we can undo the damage that was caused almost a hundred years ago. That's just, you know, you're, you're, you're singing my song, my sister. <laughs> well, you know, it, you know, we're in this, this time of advancing climate change, uh, which could be an existential threat to humanity. And of course, right now, I just read that species are going extinct at 1,000 times the natural rate uh, because of human activity on the planet. And what we have learned and what Jack Heron was saying over 30 years ago um, was that hemp can save the planet. And, and it's just, it's so true, you know, uh, there's so much information that people don't understand about hemp, including hempcrete uh, and how hemp is a bioremediator. Uh, and the number one a natural bioremediator for uh, heavy metals in the soil and radiation um, and how it is uh, hempcrete and things like that are carbon negative and how hemp uh, doesn't uh, deplete nitrogen from the topsoil. It, it replenishes nitrogen. Um, there's just, you know, it, it uses infinitely less water than cotton, um, which is uh, terribly damaging. Um, how important are events like Boise Hemp Fest uh, and other events to educate the public on on all this critical information about hemp. And, and we have about 45 seconds till the next break. It is super important. It is super important that people attend and learn, you know, all these amazing things. Um, growing up, when I did all the issues that they told me that were happening in the world, global warming, a hole in the ozone layer, we need a cure for cancer, we need to start recycling, we need to, you know, stop cutting down trees. Every single one of those issues can be solved with cannabis. And that just blew my mind and opened my eyes and made me push even harder for the truth to be out there for other people to find. This really is a beautiful movement and, and full of beautiful people. Um, and you're definitely one of them. My, my guest is Sarah Frank. Uh, we're going to take another break and come back for our final question. So please don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. One, two, one, dance, sweet Jesus. One, two, one, dance, sweet Jesus. 
fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And welcome back. Uh, Sarah, thank you for being on the show again uh, and for all the amazing uh, work that you do and for being a sister event uh, of Seattle Hemp Fest right on the border, uh, you know, uh, of our state. Uh, hemp presenting, as we like to say. Is there anything that you would like to add while we still have a few minutes to talk that we haven't covered? Uh, and how can, can oh. folks follow your work? Well, since you give me a microphone, <laughs> um, I think it's really important to stress just how. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was going to. That's I fine. <laughs> no, no worries, man. That's the beauty of pre recording. <laughs> <laughs> about the only one I like to do. <laughs> um, no okay, so 10 seconds? Yeah, just count 10 seconds and, and we'll start over again. And I just answer that question. Well, I think it's super important to make people aware of how imperative it is that people get involved right now. Our petition to get medical marijuana on the ballot finally um, ends or we stop collecting signatures at the end of April. So if there's anybody 
in Idaho or anybody who knows anybody in Idaho, tell them to get out there and to do their part. We need them to register to vote. We need them to seek out the petition and sign it. And we need them to tell everybody they know to do the same thing. You know, the politicians aren't going to do it. And this is the fifth petition that I have worked on, and it's just gotten bigger and bigger, and we are almost there. But we need everybody to do their part and get involved. Um, they can, if anybody wants to get involved, they can find it through legalizeidaho.org and uh, through our partners that are listed on that website. Um, we have a page just for the petition that talks about the tour, the Educate and Legalize Idaho tour. It lists numerous places for people to go around the state and sign, find the petition to sign it. And just however anybody can help, whether it's money, time, energy, or just that simple signature, we need all the help that we can get. And, and, and are you looking for volunteers to help distribute the, or to help get signatures? Yes, we're actually looking for paid petitioners at this point. Um, they can contact the Idaho Cannabis Coalition and the Idaho Citizens Coalition and learn how they can get paid per signature and also by the hour for helping to organize and count the petition. Um, and then, of course, Boise Hempfest is always looking for vendors and volunteers and speakers and sponsors. Um, and as well as our, you know, the sister Hempfest up in Moscow, it's going to be on the same exact day this year. Both Boise and Moscow Hempfest are on April 18th. Um, Boise is in Julia Davis Park, downtown Boise. And it is the absolute last place to sign the petition at one of our events. So we need everybody to come out. Southern Idaho, go to Boise. Northern Idaho, go to Moscow. It's Idaho Hemp Fest from Boise to Moscow. <laughs> and let's just give a shout out to Arlene from Moscow Hemp Fest, who is also an amazing uh, goddess activist. Um, and, and, and I want to get her on the show as well. Um, yes, definitely. She is also one of my heroes and mentors and who really inspired me. And if anybody attends, anybody attends Seattle Hemp Fest, they'll notice a giant hemp cloth tie-dye uh, behind the main stage, of the backdrop of the main stage, and Arlene created that tie-dye as well, so I want to give her props for that too. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show and, and for everything that you do. Thank you, Vivian. I appreciate it, and appreciate you. You bet. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature for Hemp Present on CannabisReader.com. That's the quote of the week. A dream you dream alone is only a dream. A dream you dream together is reality. And that's John Lennon. That concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hemp sapien on a journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. When it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. Find your voice and speak up for justice. Resistance is fertile. Till then, my friends, stay strong, speak the truth, and take it easy. The Hemp Percent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.